0: What's up, guys? This is Hunter Lawrence, and you're listening to the Moto X Podcast.
1: Hey, it's Ricky Carmichael, and you're watching the Moto X Pod Show. To the Moto X Pod Show, starring Darkseid, his co host Scotty, and sometimes TJ.
2: Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's another episode of the Moto X Pod Show this week. It's episode 229. Wow, what a what a night! Uh, last night. So, currently it is five thirty a.m. Wednesday morning. Uh, we were recording the show last night, and pretty big storm hit. Uh, tornadoes in the well, tornado warnings, eighty mile an hour wind. Right as we were finishing recording this show, uh, you're gonna hear during. Well, let let's get into this episode two twenty nine. Brought to you by our title sponsor, Cheruby's USA. For for decades, the Cherubis USA has been the leader in moto plastic accessories. with products that fit perfect, look great, and last. The Cheruby's has what you need. Visit USA.com and use... Nope, no promo code. Sorry, I, I'm literally three hours sleep. Uh, but visit Cheruby's USA. Let those guys know you're listening when you order stuff. Uh, follow them on Instagram. Also, our other co-title sponsor, Racetech, which is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All Racetech products include award-winning gold valves, and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Visit racetech.com for more info and use promo code MotoXPOD. Fly Racing X-Brand Goggles, Works Connection. We now have a discount code at Works Connection: MotoXPOD20. Go to Works Connection, get yourself a pro launch, start device, get you an elite clutch perch, all the goodies that Works Connection has. Use these promo codes, man. It means the, the world to us. It means so much to get them back for next year. The more you use the codes, the more they know you're listening to our show. And it means yeah, it means you're listening. And they that's that way they'll keep supporting. Torque One Racing, our jerky, promo code MotoXPod21. Wageman Brothers are sending some jerky to the house. I ordered some stuff a couple days ago. So, yeah, I'm going to get some new stuff. Can't wait for that. Berm Lords graphics and Jersey ID for your graphics. Obviously, your Jersey lettering, anything you need done, they can do. Graphics at bermlords.com. Email those guys, get some quotes. Shock Socks, Wave's Motor Works, Extreme Colors Helmet Painting, Blood Lubricant Oils, all new Barracuda line of oil is out moto x to save promo code moto x all caps power band racing true fusion uh anyway episode 229 scheduled to be chase sexton uh chase sexton josh varese and jerry robin and as we were sitting as, as scotty and i were sitting down to record this thing last night at the time because we didn't go live obviously on youtube i'm sure you guys if you if you're youtube followers you know that Because I knew there was a storm coming in. I was on call for my main job, and I was like, man, I'm going to get called out. There's no way. So let's not even bother going live. And about 10 minutes before time to start the intro, I was looking over my notes, and I was looking at what happened. You know, it's kind of my notes from the race at St. Louis. I was like, God dang it. I did not even reach out to RJ Hampshire, who got his first 250 win, because I was sure that Steve was going to get him for Pulp. And then you know, of course, if you guys know know by now, Steve didn't have any calling guests, so he didn't reach out to RJ. But it didn't ever really click that I needed to shit. Let's get RJ on until literally moments before we started to record this intro, and he answered up pretty much right away. Said, "Give me five minutes." So as you listen to the show, you're going to realize it's one of those shows that we recorded out of order. There's moments during or after some of the interviews. I'm like, hey we're going to, or we did talk about that in the intro, although we had not recorded the intro yet. So some things may not make a ton of sense. They may seem a little weird. Then at the end of the show, we actually did get through the whole show. We got all the interviews done and right as we were recording the intro, we lost power. So Scotty had to leave, had to drive home after the storm went through. We like kind of just hunkered down and we're waiting to see if we were going to make it or not. If, you know, if tornado is going to hit, it was pretty gnarly for just a few minutes. But anyway, so this intro is going to be different than probably what I acted like it was going to be that you'll hear later. There's a lot of things I wanted to talk about that we're not going to get to. We didn't. Uh, there's a lot of stuff with St. Louis. I want to talk about. Uh, I do want to mention the head naming the the mannequin head that we have here in studio. We have a list of. Names that uh, have been sent in, we were going to pick a winner. We'll do that next week. Maybe we'll talk about St. Louis next week along with Atlanta. Who knows? Uh, I'm, I'm sitting here just, like I said, I did get called out. I was out till like one thirty in the morning. It's like now 5 a.m. or whatever, so I've been up for just – I haven't had a many many hours sleep. It's 4.30. Um, yeah, you guys don't give a shit. I want to talk about the Rocky Mountain ATV MC team, those guys – calling quits, although I don't really know much about it, but I was going to talk about it. Uh, I wanted to mention Patreon. Patreon's a big deal to us, obviously, just like our promo codes for our sponsors. Patreon's a website you can go to, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, sign up. And if you feel like doing so, you can contribute a dollar a month, $2 a month, $5 a month towards the show. We use that for our travel. We use that for, you know, whatever, renting a car, uh, equipment when we need it. We've lost a couple of Patreon supporters in the last month, um, you know, and I understand, right? I mean, everything prices of everything are going up. Not easy to afford that stuff. Uh, I have not been getting the extra content out there that I need to be doing for the Patreon supporters. Uh, so the people that are still on, I really appreciate it. The people that we've lost, I hope it's, I hope it's not because you think the content sucks, <laughs> you know. So, uh, but we we need more of you guys if you can, if you feel need the need or the want to support. Please do. Uh, it really helps out. Yeah, so I think I'm just, again, I'm looking at my notes. I'm trying to get a thing together, I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to do the wrap-up show because I didn't do anything last night that I needed to do. I believe my Wi-Fi is down. Yeah, Wi-Fi I'm looking It's definitely down. So no idea how I'm going to get anything done tonight or if it doesn't get back on. Uh, we'll figure it out, right? Uh, I'll figure out how to get the show posted. If you're listening to it, I figured it out. Probably took it to work. <clears throat> excuse me so that is the intro for now uh yeah very very awkward sorry thanks to rj for jumping on last minute chase sexton's gonna be on all those guys josh varese joshua varese and jerry robin it was really i think you're gonna hear it i feel like it was a really good show i was glad we got it done hope you guys are listening sorry about no youtube other than that uh questions or comments moto gmail.com all right stay tuned we'll be right back What's up, everybody? Our first guest of the night is brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing has been de- developing and innovating its gear line since 1998. Fly Racing is the only choice if you want the best. Go to your local dealership, ask for the WPS catalog, check out all the all the different lines they have. They have a line that's good for you, that your price point's going to be good for you, and you must, must, must get yourself in a Formula helmet. Tonight, Fly Racing brings us one of their own riders, RJ Hampshire. What's up, dude?
3: How much, man. Just, uh actually having a good week so yeah um, yeah. yeah after the weekend it's uh, easy to have a pretty good week
2: yeah so first win finally right i think like eight years pro if i'm not mistaken um first supercross win
3: yep yeah kind of not even counting the years anymore i just know it's, <laughs> been, it's been a while it's been a while so uh you could probably tell over the weekend how, how much it meant to me and um i kind of already said it a little bit where it's like man it's almost it's been so long where you almost like start to believe like you may never win one of these things so to knock one off and uh have the day i did man it was awesome
2: yeah what you just said there that like that thought like those are those kind of thoughts that could get into your mindset as you're prepping for a race at a race that could really could damage you while you're racing like those those kind of negative thoughts can easily as a human being get into your uh what's what, uh, your mind and just really mess with your whole night i mean has it gotten to that point ever where you're actually racing me like this just sucks
3: uh i mean so that third main event this weekend um whenever i was you could tell like man i was just getting through it like <laughs> please like get through this thing i knew i had some kind of give or a couple of positions but yeah um yeah i mean Man, it's been such a road of ups and downs and even further down. And, I mean, even these first five rounds that we went to, like, I I was on rock bottom. Like, it felt like I had nothing going my way. There wasn't much positive. I broke some bones at dang Arlington, you know, knocked myself out. And it was just like, dude, like, you know, just another year is how it's going to go. We're not going to get another win. Um, And then just to change it and turn it around so much in just two weeks uh, really kind of showed you know how hard we're working on trying to figure things out and you know we all want to win and this team wants to win so it, it was cool just to kind of all come together and you know have it rewarded so
4: fast
2: yeah it's interesting you bring up arlington right because that that crash dude like that could have been the end of your season like it was a scary scary crash you and, and yeah. the same night jet had a similar crash over on the other side of the track where like it just and awesome where you guys just fall out of the sky and it and and then yeah, you turn around and you finally get a win. Like it, it just uh, the the pressure, the relief has to be so great. Because yeah, I could see what you're saying. Like, I mean, there's no denying how fast you are, right? But it's just those little mistakes. And we, I kind of asked you that in the press conference. There's little things that you know, like I got to clean these up. I got to figure this out. You start doubting yourself. The media doubts. You know, the fans, of course. There are the 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 fans of the sport are always going to be a lot of them are going to be haters no matter what. So it starts yeah. weighing on you. And that finally you get that win, and of course you hear, you always hear, once you get one, they start coming easier. So it's got to be the relief Sunday morning had to be insane.
3: Dude, just as soon as I got through the whoops, that last lot, the (laughs) relief. Okay. Man, I started crying like a little baby as soon as I got through those things. And then, um, man, just you could see how much excitement was from the whole team, you know, not just, you know, my people, but literally like kind of from everybody down there cause they know how long the road's been and, yep. and you know, all we've been through. Um, and yeah, just like from Arlington, like, I, I, who knows? I mean, I did everything I could from that crash. You know, I was so focused on my head, but dude, I, I had a crack in my collarbone. I broke two ribs, wow. like all this stuff, all this stuff was going on, but it's like, dude, like it, who knows if I would have not showed up at Daytona that next weekend or, you know, not showed up at Detroit. If, this win would have came when it did. And that's kinda always how I look back at It's like, man, if I if I can race, you you know, you bet that I'm gonna be out there and I'm gonna, you know, give it all I have. And we salvaged some points and you know are still kinda, you know, around that top three and then, you know, yeah, give me one weekend off, two weekends off. I'm 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 feeling like I'm, you know, made a lot of progress with my body with my bike and was able to go out there and knock that thing off. Um so yeah, man, it was it was huge. Awesome. Love it. So, you know,
5: going through all those ups and downs and then also um, having like those, those doubts that you're talking about, and then also just a physical pain of the broken ribs and everything. Like, how do you, how do you compartmentalize that and being able to just not think about that stuff for the 20 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever it is that the race is going on? Like, how, how do you mentally do that?
3: Uh, I mean, it's tough. Like, I, I was still having full weeks of training and riding, though, also. So that that kind of prepares you better for the weekend. Um, and I feel like a lot of the time, whenever these people have, you know, injuries and stuff, like, it's almost worse to not do anything because then it, it locks everything up around that area or you almost focus on it too much. So um, instead of keeping it loose and moving, uh, it, it almost restricts it more. So for me, just getting out during the weekend, I mean, Alden doesn't necessarily really care uh, how, <laughs> how, are how you much are? you're hurting or whatever, like you, you're going to do it. So, um, you know, there's pros and cons, but in that, in that case, you know, like, I still felt like I could go out there and, you know, put 15 laps in like, um, yeah, it was, it was tough. Like I was puking at my helmet after, uh, Daytona, yeah, the De- Daytona, Detroit. Like, so as soon as I finished the mains, like dude, my body's so destroyed, not just from, you know, the main, but from, fighting and and kind of protecting and working extra on my body because it's so injured right um so yeah just a lot of things i mean adrenaline of course gets you through that so it uh I uh, man i'll tell you what it was it was special it, like i said huge relief
5: yes yeah, you know it's like i can just picture alvin being like all right, park your wheelchair. Go give me a thirty-minute moto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, roll roll up to the bike. but you, you're, yeah. fine. you're fine. <laughs> you got just. We got. I got some ratchet straps. Is, right. Yeah, Uh So working at Alden's does like was there a defining moment where like because obviously everybody knows that it's a successful program, but you don't really know exactly what they're doing until you know you're a couple weeks into doing it. So was there like a defining moment where you're like, okay, I'm i bought i'm, I'm in like I, I i see the improvement and see where this is going or is it just kind of one day you look back and you're like oh wow i did i did go somewhere
3: uh, i mean at first when i came over here it's kind of like a roller coaster ride like you feel like you're making a lot of progress and then you feel like crap and it's kind of dropping like you peak you peak and then you drop and then you peak again and you drop and then um i'd say that second uh off season i had so it's my third year here now so this is my third off season so my second leading up to supercross last year it almost just kind of came natural like it uh the workload and everything like you start to adapt to it you get used to it so for me now it's like man, i I know i'm you know i I work or our whole group you know we work the hardest or right around the hardest and um i think that just kind of helps our mentality coming into the weekend like knowing we put everything we we have into this. Um and alden I mean Alden and I have a really good relationship now. Like he trusts me a lot. I trust him. And um I, I feel like that honestly helps out more than just the workload. Like we both kind of believe in each other. So it uh, it goes a long way. And, and he he rides the roller coaster with me. Like dude, he was like he didn't give up on me those first five rounds. Like he was down on the dumps with me and, you know, we were trying everything we could to you know make the bike better, make myself better and, and he sticks up for me. So that definitely goes a, a long way.
2: So how did you guys do any celebrating you and Ashley, the uh, the baby, Did you guys do anything Saturday night <laughs> after the race or Sunday to to say, you know, whether it be even just like eat something you're not supposed to as a little congratulatory thing.
3: Uh, I mean, yeah, Saturday night, we just, I mean, do the only thing open with steak and shake. So we ran by there, but um, not really. I mean, yeah. we, we didn't do too much. We had to get home to the baby Sunday morning. So uh, it was cool though. Whenever we got got home to her and and seeing how excited she was too, um, <laughs> cool. you know, with the trophy and stuff. And, That's awesome. Uh, yeah, they actually went out on the boat today with uh, my in laws. So um, I'm back to work on Monday. So <laughs> like it never kinda happened. Had to, yeah, kind of had to get right back to it. Um, but yeah, man, it, it was cool for the whole family, and and a lot of people showed, you know, how much it. I mean, yeah, it it meant so much to myself and my family, but there's been a lot of people that invested a lot in me and and believed in me way before I even believed in myself that I could do this. Right. So it, It was, it was cool to have, you know, see everybody like, wow, like, you know, so proud of it. Um, and the Grondles, I mean, dude, they, if it wasn't for, you know, Eric Grondel and Mike back in, I'd say 2013 or whatever, like I was almost to the end of my, you know, racing and you know they are the reason that i kept going and, and they supported me through it you know getting me to monster cup and stuff like that so uh i mean what we're like you said eight years into this now and and to yeah. finally get that supercross win like that was that was big for you know even just for them like just for kind of support me back then and, and it finally coming too. um so yeah that was pretty special Awesome.
5: Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, that's is that not the first win for like the Alden program this season? Uh, I mean, I was trying to think yeah. of who else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah,
3: believe so.
2: Well,
5: Marvin's not there anymore. Never mind. Yeah, I would say it, hey, I'm, it, yeah.
3: it was. It, like, dude, it was a pretty big night for um, Austria because that was our first win on this new gen. Um, oh, Marvin okay. and I both this new bike. I um, guess
5: it it was, isn't it? That's
3: awesome. Well, yes, not, because, did you say yeah, Alden I mean, or did Gas- you say?
5: I, well, I said the Alden program, but yeah, so I mean, Marvin's I guess it's not, kind of, not Marvin's no, not there, but yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. But, okay, it, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he expanded it to that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah no, but uh, yeah, Gas Gas got a win. Uh, Mosey did, but yeah. they're also still on the old bike. So true. Um, yeah.
5: Oh, that's Marv awesome. Marvin and I man.
3: both. Yeah, yeah, both Saturday night, and uh, I mean we. we it's been known that we've had our struggles with it, mm-hmm. you know, since we've gotten it. So, uh, to see it making progress, um, and to have the night we did like, dude, they were, they were stoked. Our, our whole Husqvarna team and also the KTM team, like, uh, Austria even reached out to me on Sunday, which was cool. Cause you know, we don't really hear from them too much mm. being here in the States. So just to, uh, yeah, finally get that thing on top, um, have the support and, those guys believing in me because man, I, I've I've been uh, pretty harsh on the results, but more on like you know where I was with comfort and yeah everything like that. I mean, I have been pretty straightforward on it all, and, and I was hard on them to you know try to make the progress. And like I said, we we did a lot in the few weeks that we had, and um to have it show was was sweet.
2: Yeah, it's really cool to see. Uh, does it change? Does the wind change, not necessarily your outlook or your prep for the next few races and, and the of course, the showdowns coming up, but does it, you, you kind of already said mentally, like you were in a dark place, you were struggling. The wind relieves some of that. You now know, okay, I can do this. Does it change anything going forward for the next few weeks, even if it's just a mental outlook on your abilities?
3: Uh, I mean, not really. Just the uh, same goal this weekend is, just to put myself in a situation or a position to be able to win one if the opportunity is there. Yeah. So, and, that, and that's how I went into this weekend was like, look, I jet, I mean, I know it's a bummer for cam. we I mean, went out before the race even started, but I dude, I haven't been able to really battle with them since, I mean, the first round I was the closest I was, you know, the, the next four, but, uh, just be able to show speed and, and, you know, at least see them like, dude, sure. And, sure. Detroit and Indy, like we did, we weren't even close. So, uh, and then the PP one, like literally the first lap out, like it, it, it's hard to translate it to the race because I I knew we made a lot of progress at home, um, but we've been riding these tracks for months now, so you don't know how well it's actually going to translate whenever you get to the racetrack. So right off the bat, I, I felt that comfort back. I felt the trust, you know, coming back a little bit. And then I was P1 right away. I was P1 in second practice. So I was like, man, you know, this is this is going our way today. Like, yeah. Maybe, yeah, things are starting to turn. And then first first main, whole shot. I haven't got one of those yet on the new bike. And then, dude, I, I felt unreal and had that about killed myself in the rhythm. Um, <laughs> yeah, First yeah. main. So yeah, I was like, all right, yeah. well, yeah, let's, let's try to, you know, bring this thing back together. And, you know, good thing I didn't throw my whole night away um and yeah same thing though just to show up this weekend get good starts uh be able four to four uh, of them right yeah 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 exactly I whole shot all four weekend yeah. or whole all four races last weekend so Crazy. coming into this weekend it's kind of the same thing like let's let's get good starts um I showed I actually showed pretty good speed in that second main though I felt whenever uh Jet got around me um I was able to you know be right there and I, I almost made a pass there at the end so If I can do that again this weekend, I feel like we're we've met another goal. Right. Um so just just keep it small right now. Like, yeah, I always talk about wanting to win and whatever else, but it kinda changed after how the first five went. So it's like, (laughs) man, let's just just be in this battle and and hopefully like I say can can um have a position or have an opportunity if, you know, there is a mistake or heck, who knows, I might all shut again and be able to run away with it. Yeah. Uh, but just be able to be in that position.
2: I love it. Uh, you talked about the four starts, you know, and I play pulp fantasy. And in fantasy, there's an option where you can pick who you think is going to get to the finish line first, not the whole shot, but wherever the finish line is, first guy to get there. And you'll only pick one guy. So I picked this week, Jet Lawrence. I just, you know, odds are Jet maybe is going to get a start at least once and yeah. never did. So you took 15 points away from me, RJ, <laughs> but that's all right. I'm not mad.
3: <laughs> yeah, we had, uh, I think I let all four of them.
2: Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. Jet never even got close, really. So, yeah, that's all right, though, man. It's all good. Uh, I think Sky's got one more for you, and we'll let you go.
5: All right. So, you know, now that we're kind of getting toward the end of the season and looking for outdoors, and now that you've had this win, does, does the results of your outdoor season kind of uh, dictate or depict where you're going to do 450-wise, or is is it kind of already in the works, or where are you kind of at with all that?
3: Um. Yeah, I mean – I'm not going 450 till I have to super crosswise.
4: Okay.
3: I, I enjoy riding a 450 outdoors and I feel like I've got a lot of, um, I wouldn't say talent, but I, I feel like I've got a lot of, uh, I don't really know really how to put it. Like I ride the 450 really well outdoors. So I feel like I can be a lot more competitive on it outdoors. So if I do get the chance, I would love to. Um, But we, I honestly haven't even rode a single lap uh, on outdoors yet with this new bike so i've just been so focused on trying to get this thing figured out for Supercross. yeah um and i don't want this leading into next year where we would still be so far behind i got you um so i've just been focusing on you know getting this the best i can and the things i've tested and how many hours i put testing on this bike already has it's unreal like and i I, I've learned so much about it and, and what these parts do and, and how the bike reacts to it and, you know, what to do whenever I'm looking for something. like it, it's actually helped my knowledge of this and, and understanding how to test a bit better, which is good. I, I wish we would have kind of had more time with it before the season started. So we're not in the situation we, we were in. Um, but like I said, it's a learning process. Like I'm eight years in and I'm, I'm like, I just learned so much in these last three months. Uh to honestly help me You know for the years to come now So we I, uh, I wouldn't I mean Yeah my outdoor results have definitely Been a lot better than what my super cost results have been um But man I'm looking forward to it Like I love the outdoors I love the suffer Uh I love digging deep but yeah. man that's That's all like the heat The humidity uh so Yeah I can't wait and I my team's Coming here next week after atlanta and we're doing a full week of testing for outdoors so that'll be the first time on it um but nothing really has changed goal-wise like i I, every time i show up outdoors and you know even supercross i want to go out and win and i I do believe i still can and and, you know will knock some wins off
2: awesome man i cannot wait to see you outdoors really looking to see forward to seeing you know the next few races with you man um showdown it's gonna change some things up a little bit but uh, it's gonna be exciting and again thank you for jumping on last minute congratulations to you and the family and the team on the win it's really really happy for you man
3: awesome appreciate it thanks for having me all right rj
2: we'll talk to you soon buddy all right Say see you. all right thanks all right thanks to rj for coming on that was uh yeah it was last minute uh obviously we're not live tonight so uh I I originally, I don't know that I said this on air. I I expected Mathis to have RJ on. So I never, I didn't ask him to come on the show tonight. And then when he did, when when we got to 500, show 500 last night, I realized there's no guests. And then I still, Scotty, I just didn't think about it until literally 30 minutes before showtime. Dude, I need to text RJ and see if he'll come on. And he said, yeah. So. We, we we slid him in.
5: Yeah, we, last minute. Got you. Got lucky.
2: Yeah. All right, guys. We'll be right back with Chase Sexton.
1: What's up, guys? This is the Seven Jews Trade out of Intercamp. I'm here to tell you about Aturbis USA. For decades, Aturbis has been the leader in motorcycle plastic accessories, like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull Factory KTM. Factory Tiles Hockey, TLD KPM, and Rocky Mountain KPM, as well as many top private such as stuff. All you gotta do is go to achirubyusa.com or call one 659 1440 and y'all better tell them Motorized
2: Hey dad, great race. And order your Defy Lock-On Grips today. All right, guys. Our next guest is brought to you by our title sponsor, A Cherubis USA. You guys know all about A Cherubis USA. Visit A or go to your local dealership and get yourself some new plastic. Get some handguards. Get some, uh, what else, Scotty, should they get? Chain guides, sliders, all that good stuff from the USA. Get it all. And also, he's brought to you by Works Connection. Since 1989, XFIP's goal has been to produce works-like products for the general public. Visit worksconnection.com and use promo code MotoXPod20 to save tonight a Cherby's USA and Works Connection brings us Chase Sexton. What's up, man?
4: How are you guys doing?
2: Doing good. Glad that we finally got this thing going. It's been uh
4: I know, it's tough. been a while. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 been a long time coming.
2: So I have a feeling, and you know, you can you can deny it I have a feeling you're one of the riders that has two phones.
4: No, I don't have two phones, but I'm not very good at texting. Oh, I, okay. I have a hard, like, there was like races where like, either the one right crash or yeah something like that. I get like a hundred text messages and I just, <laughs> just dread hate. I just dread like opening up and texting people. Not that I don't like texting people back, but it just, it takes me it's overwhelming. It takes forever. Yeah. yeah it's overwhelming. And then I just never open them. So then I kind of just, I look like an, like an idiot, uh, <laughs> texting people back a week later, but. I I get it done eventually. So right, um, no, I don't have two phones, but okay. I probably it'd probably be a good thing to do because then I could have one, business on one. That I could shut yep. that one off and get away from it. It's yeah, not a bad idea.
2: I was told that's how I kind of was told like a couple years ago when I got Barsha's number and like he wouldn't answer very often. And then somebody's like, yeah, he has his own phone for normal life, wife, girlfriend, whatever you know, at the time, and, and then I need two phones. Th- the for other that. phone for guys <laughs> like me that he doesn't want to talk to. <laughs> uh,
4: yeah, I mean, I'm sure he i sure he didn't mind talking to you, but he's just like, I think that's probably a good way to separate it. Yeah. Get away from, you know, because I mean, I don't mind it, but there are those days, like I said, where you just get like overwhelmed with people trying to get a hold of you or sure. whatnot. So, um, but yeah, haven't gotten to that point where I need, to, <laughs> I feel like I need two phones yet.
2: Well, Chase, man, how are you feeling? Uh, second overall, uh, after the triple crown, uh, you know, not where you want to be in points, obviously, some crashes, some issues. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and the one at Minneapolis and the one uh, at Detroit obviously sucked. Of course, in Seattle, you had some rough luck this year, man. I'm sitting here looking at these notes and like, God dang.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's been, uh, I mean, I would say that I've definitely achieved some of the stuff I want to get through this year. Um, Honestly, in my mind, like, if you don't win the championship, I don't care if you get second, third, seventh, it doesn't really matter. So, um, obviously, I didn't get the chance to win this year, but um, I feel like I have achieved some of the stuff that I want. I wanted to win a race. So I got that done. Obviously I want to win more in Minneapolis it was kind of the downfall to kind of that few five or six races where I felt like I was, um, just struggling. So, uh, if I could have won that race and finished that lap and a half, it probably would have went a little different this year, but, um, I wouldn't change it. Cause I have learned a lot. And every time I get knocked down, I kind of, I learn how to kind of re- respond and I need to get better at, um, uh, being able to put that stuff behind me. So. It's, it seems to be the hard way, but I think I'm getting better at it. And yeah, like I said, the only the only people they remember they got when the got that win the wins the championship. So if you get second or third, obviously it's it's good for I guess you to say you got second or a third, but at the end of the day, the only one that matters is the win. So
2: Yeah, I mean I guess the podium bonuses, you know, don't hurt. Uh and it I, doesn't hurt, but, it's like not, but one.
4: It's, <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not bad. It's it's definitely a reward, but for me, like I said, like my goal is to one day win a championship. Yeah. So if I'm if I gotta take these lumps and bruises to get there, then so be it. And I'll just keep pushing forward. But um I feel a lot better riding now. Like last week we we fixed some stuff on the bike that came down here and tested it. and like immediately like my riding came back to where it was preseason. So um happy with that. But yeah, like I said, it's it's stuff you gotta go through and um, just uh, just along for the ride.
2: <laughs> I do want to touch on something you just said a minute ago. So, like, yeah, if I don't win the cha- if you don't win the championship, uh, you know, then it really doesn't matter, right? Second, third doesn't make a difference. But okay, once you get to a point in this, like, we'll take this season where you go, like, all right, I'm out of the championship; it's not going to happen. Can you then say, all right, well, like you said, I got to win, but can you find another goal or another thing where you go, okay, well, I need to at least achieve this thing or this learn this or figure this out with the bike and just like, now I have a new focus.
4: Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, it's been just kind of trying to figure out, um, what works and what doesn't with the bike. Cause I feel like we were shooting, we were always just like going back to the drawing board, trying to make the bike better. And it was never getting better. So we were trying to do stuff to help that. And I kind I ended up just losing all my confidence. I feel like with just my riding and everything. So, um, that's one thing I learned, but I think, uh, I really learned last week that if I can find something that I feel like uh, I trust and I have confidence in my riding is just so much better. So mm-hmm. I mean like that stuff you learn. And then obviously for me, I want to win uh, at least another race. Uh, that's kind of my goal. So uh, I think that's kind of the short term goal. Obviously you go out there every weekend to win. So it keeps me driven and definitely I'm not, not giving up on the season at all. I, I still have, like I said, I want to win races and um, be on the podium. So if I can keep doing that, I mean, it's not obviously the season that I hoped for. Uh, I hoped I was going to be competing for a championship, but um, and I obviously not able to do that. So, yeah, um, next best thing is just to win races.
2: Yeah, I don't expect you to respond to what I'm about to say, and that's fine. But you talked about confidence in the bike and losing, and then now figuring some things out where you're more confident. And I, I largely believe that's a big part of what happened with your teammate. Is he just completely lost confidence in the bike and was like, "Yeah, I don't know that I will even want to race this bike." Obviously, I have no insider info on that, but that's kind of what it feels like. So to hear you say we figure some things out where I'm I'm more confident. Like now, I go, okay. I feel like Chase can probably get a win with what four left. Like you're right there. If you have that confidence back, there's no reason you can't win a race. I mean, I, I yeah, you're so close yeah. a couple times. It's like all you gotta do is put the pieces of the puzzle together, and the bike being a big piece of that puzzle.
4: Yeah, the it's everyone. You always hear people talking about the bike, the bike, the bike. But um, in the 450 class, it it does come down to that a lot because if you're not comfortable, there's so much power and there's so much stuff that can happen where. If you're just that little bit off, it's kind of uh, it just kind of, I it just kind of collects collects you, and you gotta kind of go on the ground. And you've seen that see me do it a few times this year. So, um, I think that's where I was a couple of weeks ago. And like even after our Minneapolis, I was kind of like just what happened. Like I don't understand like why this stuff happens, and it catches you. It catches me so far off guard that I have nowhere to save it. So um, that was kind of the like I said the start of the um, down downhill spiral. So I think, uh, now I'm on the uprise again. And I feel like I've, like I said, I've found something that is not perfect obviously, but it's, it's allowed me to get confidence back. And, uh, my attitude and everything has, has changed completely from a couple of weeks ago. So that's, that's been fun. It's been fun riding now. And, um, like I said, I'm just excited, but yeah, the, the bike does, it does play a big, a big role in all of us in the in the class yeah of course
5: yeah so uh so chase so <clears throat> your first two seasons supercross i was thinking about this this morning when i was thinking of our questions for tonight and uh i kind of reminded me of what carmichael went through like 99 2000 where you know he had won a couple of the large championships he had shown the speed and everybody knew that it could happen and you won a race here and there that kind of suited him and 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 he was he was learning and you could tell it was almost there. And I, and I very, I feel very similar to what you're going through right now. And I, I guess I kind of wanted to ask, like maybe who is that guy that you've kind of learned from the most this season? Maybe, maybe even another rider or somebody else or like, what have you, what, who have you learned the most from that kind of going to maybe maybe put you over the top of the next coming up seasons.
4: Yeah. It's, it's actually funny. I was talking to Ricky cause I did a mountain bike ride with him when I was in California for the first couple of rounds and, he was saying it took them, it took them, uh, even Johnny O, Johnny O'Mara was saying the same thing. It took those guys a little bit to kind of get, um, get going in the 450 class. And they had those first couple of rough years and it's kind of a situation that are not rough, but you know what I'm saying? Like there was up and downs and making those little mistakes. So, um, just here they had those mistakes and there's been guys like RV and Dungey. obviously was super good, super fast, but, um, it's definitely not easy to make that transition. I think we've seen a lot of people do that. So um, for me, as far as like watching people, I mean, it's hard not to watch Eli and what he's doing. And um, it took him a, co- I mean, he Long won time. races, <laughs> yeah. T- but he won races early in his career and had the up and down feeling too. And then um, look at him now. I mean, he's, what is he tied for? Was he fourth all time wins or yep. something like that? Something yeah. 44 or something like that. So, um, yeah i mean it's just when you can race till i mean what is he 28 years old 29 so you have if you do it the right way you're you can have a extended career and if you can just kind of work through those little issues and get to uh, where you're comfortable and you're clicking off those race wins that's kind of the goal but yeah i mean it's hard not to look at eli and guys like that because um they're still consistent at what they're he's like i said he's 29 years old so um yeah like looking at him and obviously talking to Johnny O'Mara and Ricky and those guys and kind of seeing what they went through and trying to follow some sort of um path what they did would be um ideal
5: um and I have another one for you so it kind of kind of inspired by that that old Carmichael thought as well so I feel like the sport right now is kind of going through a little bit of like a 90s vibe again like Cut, the gear colors are wild you dyed your hair blonde like like there's a lot of similarities and similarities and it just seems like a real chill vibe to the scene right now and i i just kind of wanted to know what your perspective was on how the sport is trending right now
4: yeah um i would say it's it's definitely becoming i feel like more fun i mean there's always that seriousness but i feel like there's a lot of personalities in in the pits at this point and i think it it makes everything a little bit more uh, enjoyable and going to the races is fun Um, being on the team and just seeing the other riders and gear combos and whatnot. But the, the sport is kind of elevating the speeds getting faster and faster tracks are getting, um, I feel like more and more chewed up and difficult later in the main event. So it's just, it's evolving. Everyone's getting better. Fitness is getting better for everybody. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty crazy to see, but yeah, it's, it's cool. It is to see the different personalities of people. And um, I think, like I said, we have a group of riders right now. That's, it's kind of unique and um, it's just been fun, fun to be a part of and obviously learning the new class, but it's uh, yeah, it's been enjoyable. Like I said,
2: you just talked about the sport elevating. Um, have, what do you think about the timed races? You know, we went to the 20 minutes, not well, a couple years ago, And it almost feels like maybe it's time to shift back to something else because the tracks, some of those tracks of this year with the lower, the high 40 second lap times, like the tracks just get destroyed. They get super dangerous. It's doesn't, it certainly can't be any fun to ride on. And it it really gets where it's not fun to watch almost. Like I feel like maybe we got to rethink some things. Let's try to figure something else out. The bikes are a little too fast, maybe for what you guys are doing. Um, what do, you, what do you have any thoughts overall, just on anything that could help, or are you fine with the way it is?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's it's the tracks are definitely getting really chewed up, and mm-hmm. um, it's it wouldn't it's not so bad if you're doing let's say 23, 24 laps. It's not horrible, but when you're doing when you're getting to like 28, 28 laps in a main event, I mean, what is it? There's twenty two bikes out there, four fifties. It's the four fifty chews the track up so bad that. Um, it does get very difficult and it almost becomes like uh, whoever can, obviously there's some races where people are and they're still battling, but it's really almost survival at some of those races yeah. like Indy and that, that are really gnarly. But for me, I mean, I'm still learning getting used to that 20 minutes this year I've been better at it and my fitness has been better, but um, guys like Eli seem to really excel when you have those gnarly tracks and I'm sure that he likes that. So it's something that I'm trying to adapt to still. And I don't know if they're going to change it or not, It's, I almost feel like there should be like either like 20 minutes or 25 laps kind of thing,
1: like kind of set
4: that cut off or something like that. I don't know. But I mean, obviously I'm not complaining because it's, you're still getting to race your dirt bike. So whatever they kind of come up with, but that would be kind of, that'd be a good, I guess, cut off if you did 25 laps or whatnot. So, um, that way, you know, kind of going in, it's what you're going to get with, get, I guess, dealt with. But I mean, there's almost races that are, we're doing almost 30 laps. So yeah, twenty seven a lot more than, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot more than what, um, we used to do or they used, to, I I have only race minutes. So that's, uh, I, those guys like Eli and them, they race laps. So I, it's probably hard for, they've obviously gotten used to it now, but uh, I could imagine that doing 20 laps and then going to 20 minutes is probably a lot harder for them as well. But yeah, I, bet. I, I, didn't, I don't know how many laps we did this weekend. The triple crowns are a lot of laps as well. Cause we do three main events. I'm sure we were doing 15 ma- laps at least. So, um, that's what is that 45 laps in a night is of racing is quite a bit, but um, it was fun. I think the the dirt at St. Louis is really good too, so that helped.
2: Yeah, it looked pretty good. There was a couple, I think Logan Carnow posted a picture of like the, one of the ruts that was like freaking three feet deep. I'm like, dude, it's yeah, that, I'm, I'm I saw out. one where this somebody was like, like sitting
5: in one. I can't remember yeah, who that was. It was, uh, was, was, was yeah, yours. Yeah, yeah, it was on yours, yeah, yeah. it was
4: yeah. me, it was me, yeah. <laughs> that does not yeah, look it was, fun at all. Yeah, I wasn't going to that road. I was going to the outside, but um I actually I did make a pass on Malcolm right there. it it, it almost like wants to throw you over the bar so it grabs your fort guard and like drags super bad. But um yeah, it was uh it was crazy. I went up. I walked it was right next to the podium, so I just went and walked the track a little bit and uh, it's just crazy to see that the deterioration of well, how many laps we do.
2: Yeah, you look at just all the crashes. I mean like Enzo, Amart... Uh, I mean, how many, God, there's a ton of big crashes. Dino, just like, yeah. all, and that's, that's been kind of all year, right? Where just all of a sudden y- it shoots you left or it shoots you right. Uh, and, yeah. you know, and that's just the track breaking down. And then, I mean, look, we want, all right, supercross, motocross, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be hard, but we yeah, don't want our, to hard. we don't want our guys dying, you know, like, okay, we've got to find yeah. a balance somewhere. Yeah.
4: yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was kind of thinking that today. I was, or, I was talking to somebody where I'm like, I don't, I don't know. It seems like there's been a lot more crashes this year, which I've had my fair share obviously, but, right. um, there's, there's a, there's not, I'm not, I'm the only one. So I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the speeds getting higher or the tracks breaking down. I don't, I'm not really sure, but I think um, it's a combination.
5: Yeah. It's, it's not just yeah, crashes. It's, it's a, bad crashes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you gotta be, I mean, it's crazy. I was, ta- I was thinking I said something in the press conference how, like, the 250 class was – it almost felt like a breeze compared to what we had to deal with now because um, the, the race the longer, the, the bike harder to ride. Um, so you have to really be on your game, which is, is really good when you're on your game because, like, I'm sure Eli would say the same thing. When he was winning those races, he felt like he could do no wrong and you have these people around you making mistakes. So um, – that's good obviously when you're on your game but when you're not it can be uh it can be hard too so Absolutely. it's kind of a kind of a mix.
5: Yeah so you know you mentioned earlier that like if you're not if you're getting second or third or not winning the championship it doesn't really matter. So to me that kind of it kind of makes you think that you're already kind of mentally getting ready for outdoors for a new start a new championship a new chance. How you know how do you mentally prepare for that while also staying focused for the four more supercross races that you have?
4: Yeah, I mean, I don't want to make it sound like it's not. It's obviously, if you can do the best you can do with the championship, Like I'm back at seven, so it's easy for me to say that. It doesn't really matter. It does matter, but at the end of the day, my goal is to win, so it's not the end of the world for me to get. Yeah, I get you. I'm, yeah, you know what I'm getting yeah, at. I, yeah, I, I do. You. My goal is to win, not to get second or third, so that's kind of where I'm getting at. But um, for me, I'm still focused on Supercross. I Like I said, I have goals that I need to accomplish. I'd like to win some more races, and um kind of get back those races that I felt like I was um, kind of out there in survival. So um, now that I feel better on the bike and whatnot, I feel like I have a lot to still prove. So uh, I still, I'm still motivated to do that. Obviously I'm going to ride days of outdoors in between, but um, right now the goal is to still accomplish what I need to do in supercross and then move on to outdoors with hopefully some, um, some of that confidence I built throughout the rest of the season. So I think uh, outdoors is going to be gnarly, especially if we get Jeffrey and um, Coroli over here. So <laughs> right, that'll yeah. be fun, though. I think, I think it'll be good for the sport and good for all of us to be able to race each other. So, um, But yeah, for that, I'm excited. And uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm still focused on the rest of the Supercross season.
5: I didn't even know that – you mentioned the Hurlings-Curley thing. I didn't even know yeah, that was a thing. I think,
4: yeah, it's
2: almost – like, It's a thing.
4: It's a, yeah. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it is a uh, possibility I heard.
2: There's some people saying it's – I've heard the Hurlings thing's done. Like, he is coming. That'd be nuts. Yeah, yeah. and then Kyrolis yeah, they, I think both of them are coming. That's what it sounds like. Um, Chase, I want to ask you a, a question, and, again, I, I feel like you might not be able to answer too much, but there's been a lot going on at Honda lately, right? I mean, between – Kehoe leaving, Lars coming in, stuff with Kenny, other personnel leaving, stuff that for me as a person, human being, like those things would be somewhat distracting. Is it difficult for you to put that stuff to the side, deal with what you got to deal with? You know, mainly on Saturday when you're at with the whole team, uh, you know, I, I, I feel like on the weekdays, that stuff might be able to be easy to block out. But once you get to an event, is that something, and I may be reading way too much into it, but is it easy for you to put that kind of stuff to the side and focus on what Chase Sexton has to do?
4: Yeah, I mean, as far as that stuff, it's kind of, it is, um, it was difficult at first just to kind of, because I thought I like there's always been parts changing at Honda since I've been there. So um, that's been kind of difficult to kind of just get comfortable again. But as far as like on race day, it doesn't, really i guess affect me more what affects me is i'm not happy with um my bike or something like that And i feel like that's been been a lot just between kenny and i i feel like he was struggling a little bit and i was struggling but um that's more that's harder to deal with on race day than it is as far as like the team personnel changes and whatnot so um and i try to kind of stay within my my group and kind of um just listen to them so everything's everything's been good just like i said trying to build and trying to find something that's i get comfortable on and uh, i think we've found something along those lines so like i said it's it's been getting better but um there was definitely some trying times as far as those last like what i said six races or right. so, so but yeah as of right now everything's good um it's kind of a it's a honda event this weekend coming into atlanta because they moved their offices to georgia so a lot of. Uh, a lot of Honda guys going to be there this weekend, so hopefully the the vibe should be good. And I'm um, excited for the speedway because last year was good for me there, and excited to go back and kind of get into a bigger, uh, I guess, racetrack.
5: Yeah,
2: yeah, it's going to be good. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I wish I was going, but good, You Got one more.
5: Oh uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's not even really a question. I just okay. kind of I just kind of wanted more to say. Like I I like where you you are as an athlete, trending and, and what you're growing towards, and I like the. <laughs> I think you have a good head on your shoulders and, and, uh, it's been a pleasure to talk to you and I just, I just hope for the best and I, I think there's a lot to come from you and I'm just looking forward to seeing what the, you know, you're still young, so I'm looking forward to seeing what the future has for you and, you know, best of luck to you, man.
4: I appreciate that. Yeah. I definitely, uh, I have some high expectations for myself and but I feel like I'm definitely capable of accomplishing those things. So just, uh, yeah, I gotta keep, keep plugging away. It's, uh, yeah. It's been fun, though. I've been enjoying racing, and it's definitely uh, learning every weekend. But I appreciate everything you said, and it's, uh, like I said, it's been fun.
2: Yeah, the last thing I'm going to say is, uh, I'm sure you don't listen to all the podcasts, but Math has had his big show, 500, last night. with. Uh, I saw that. I okay. saw that. Yeah, so besides— I didn't Mac-
4: hear. I didn't listen to it. But. Right.
2: Besides McGrath, though, and RC being in studio, so was Daniel Blair and JT, and, uh, they, you know, they were talking about the topics of the day or whatever, and you came up, and uh, Daniel had some really nice words. He said, you know, obviously there's a lot of hype around Jet, but he's like, I think Jet and Chase Sexton are the future of the sport. There's no other guys at that level. I don't see anybody other guys getting to that level. Like, you and Jet, in his mind, are the next guys that are going to dominate the 450 class going forward. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, it's cool to hear guys like that. And, and most of the other guys agreed, you know, that you guys are – the top, the the elite guys. So I think that's really cool to hear. And yeah, you got a bright future, man. Just keep your head up, and you know those those bad days, those bad, even the bad seasons. Don't let them get you down. You know, you're oh, friends yeah. with AC, right? I mean, AC just did a great yeah. podcast with Weeze. He's like, you know, I I'm happy with my my year, my career. I'm happy with the way things have gone. I don't look at, I can't look at anything negative. Like if I, he said uh, something along the lines, if I hadn't hurt my shoulder in that first rookie season, if I'd gone on to win championships maybe something else would have happened worse. Like I don't know where I would be, right? Just because things go right. Like the the negatives can lead to positives. You really never know. So you just have to be positive. And, and like, I thought that was a fantastic way to look at things. So yeah, just try to try to live yeah. that way. And the great things are going to come, man.
4: Yeah. I mean, everything happens for a reason. So yeah. that's kind of how I've been looking at it. And there's always those, like you see those pictures on Instagram where you're uh, you're digging a hole. And you're almost to like the the gold and people stop, and that's kind of yeah, where yeah. people get they make the mistake. You got to keep pushing, and yeah. Um, like I said, I'm I have that personality where I, I'm not going to give up till I get to the the goal that I uh, I have for myself. So, yeah. AC obviously he's he's uh, he's gone through it too, but I, th- I think he's been in a pretty good positive mindset about it too as well. So sounds like it for me. Yeah, I just gotta gotta keep pushing, and like I said, you're, I'm never going to give up, give up on what i got so um just gotta keep the head down and keep focusing but yeah i appreciate uh appreciate you guys and yep. thanks for having me on
2: well thanks for doing it chase and uh we'll talk to you soon man good luck this weekend
4: thank you much thank you very much i'll uh well i won't see you there this weekend but
2: yeah um nope.
4: i'll probably i'll see you before the season starts yeah i'll be
2: at i'll be at uh the final so I'll, I'll i'll see you there
4: okay All sounds right. good well thanks guys see you chase yep see ya yep
2: all right, thanks for Chase Sexton coming on. Quick commercial break. We'll be back with... Oh, you know what? Before we go, since the show's out of order, I'm trying to decide how we want to do some things. I do want to touch on uh, Patreon again. Our Patreon page is really important to us. It helps us out a ton. Uh, if you guys don't know what Patreon is, it's first of all, it's P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com. You can go to patreon.com. You can sign up. Uh, you can follow our show. You search out Moto X Pod Show. And you could basically, um, give a little money each month, a dollar, $5, $10 is pretty much whatever you want. And we take that money and we use it for our travel. We use it for some of the things we do. Um, and it, it means a ton to us that some of you guys help out. We've had a couple guys, uh, recently that have, you know, we're helping. They had to, you know, cancel their, their deals or whatever. And I totally understand that, man. I mean, you know, finances right now, Scotty, with things are getting more and more expensive, things are getting mm-hmm. cut out. So I totally understand but, you know, if you guys feel the need or feel the want to go to Patreon.com and support the Moto X Pod show, means a lot to us. It really helps us out, so we really appreciate it. So just, yeah, if you guys don't know about it, check it out. Uh, but anyway, we're going to cover a commercial break. We'll be back with Joshua Vries. machines so you can too. Go to bloodlubricants.com to order today. Don't forget to check out their chain lube, two-stroke premix, polyclean, and many other products. Use promo code Moto X to support the Moto X Pod show.
5: Scotty T here from the Moto X Pod Show with another fantastic product from Burn Motorsports. It's ShockSocks. The number one 10 second removable fork seal protector. No one likes having leaky fork seals. With Shock Socks, you can protect your fork seals from the crap at the track in a matter of 10 seconds. Fork seals can be expensive and take away from your ride time, so fight the crime of grit and grime with Shock Socks. Check your local dealer or go to the burrmotorsports.com webpage. Also, follow them on Facebook and Instagram. So go out and make sure to get your pair of Shock Socks today. If you're anything like me
2: you remember in the late 80s and the 90s all the cool custom painted helmets jeremy mcgrath damon bradshaw jeff emick all the top riders showed their style and personality with a custom painted helmet i was always envious i mean i knew i'd at least look faster with a custom lid now you too can be like your favorite riders be one of the cool kids kirk hunter from extreme colors has been painting helmets since 1998 and has you covered for only $395, you can have a one of a kind professional paint job on your lid. Contact Kirk Hunter at xkhelmetpainting at gmail.com and follow them on Instagram at, at Extreme Colors. That's X T R E M E K O L O R S. Extreme Colors. Be the envy of all your friends and contact Extreme Colors today. Let them know that the Moto X Pot Show sent you, as always. Next up on the Moto X-Pod show, tonight brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. X-Brand Goggles has grown into one of the top private goggle companies for privateers like couchism Ben LeMay, Ryan Brees, as well as many of the top GNCC guys like uh, Craig DeLong, choose X-Brand with multiple lines to choose from, such as X-Brand, D-K-S-S, the E-K-S-S, the G-O-X Flat Out, and the all-new Lucid with the Wave Latch quick-release lens system. You are sure to find a goggle for you at a price point you won't be able to beat. Go to your local dealership, ask for the WPS catalog. They are distributing the X-Brand goggles and get you some today. X-Brand goggles tonight brings us Joshua Varese. What's going on, man?
6: Not much. Everything's going good. How about you?
2: Doing good. Doing good. Excited to talk to you tonight. Um, Man, I just want to get into this first Supercross season. It has been a bit crazy. There's been some gnarly tracks, tracks breaking down, a massive learning curve for you. Just kind of give us a little update on how you're feeling about how things have gone, what you've been learning.
6: Yeah, things have been going um, pretty good. Uh, You know, supercross East Coast season started for me, and um, the first round was a bit rough. Uh, Yeah, Minneapolis didn't
2: go super well.
6: Yeah, had a couple big get offs, but uh, um, you know, I just knew I was just going to keep building uh, from there, and which you know we have been building. And um, this past weekend in St. Louis, I feel like I, you know, was able to do a lot more work during the break and you know i brought in what we worked on to st louis and definitely um uh, improved a lot
2: talk we'll talk about that right there what what did you learn and then improve on what like what things give me some examples of some things that you're like oh okay wow this is something we need to work on
6: um well i rode quite a bit of outdoors on the break actually oh okay um and i i think uh for me at least i felt maybe like it it helped me as far as like opening up and just you know holding the bike wide open you know because um when i got hurt in november uh i didn't really ride any outdoors since then i've just been on supercross so i've just been kind of you know keeping it slow but um i went out to Glen Helen a few times and you know clicking the bike in fifth gear holding you know wide open going down the straightaway you know kind of Gives you that fire and you know lights it back up. So when I went back on a sure supercross, about that just scares the <laughs> shit out of me, man. <laughs> you know, it, it's that nice you know rush you get when you're yeah. holding it wide open on a straightaway. But um, when I went back to supercross, it just kind of like, you no, know, now I'm going slower. So it's like, you know, I want to go faster, but you know we're on a supercross track. It's tight, technical, and you know everything comes at you a little bit slower. I feel like because my brain was able to process the outdoor track and. Going a supercross and everything was a little bit slower. So it was good.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. I hadn't really thought about that. You know, you talk you hear stories like people I've heard people talk about like James Stewart, right? And like how did he go so fast? How does he figure these things out? And like the mind processes things at different speeds and maybe he sees things slower than other people. So like you're kind of basically like, Hey, I'm gonna go out and train myself almost to do that. I'm gonna go ride outdoors. I'm gonna ride faster, and then when I go indoors, I'm like, Oh, I wanna go faster. And it's kinda like that actually makes a lot of sense.
6: Yeah. And, um, working with, uh, Will Hahn and stuff was, you know, he, he was, you know, part of, you know, doing the outdoors cause I never, I didn't really think I was going to ride, you know, outdoors. I thought we'll stay on super cross and just, you know, work on what we need to work on. But, um, we ended up just doing the, you know, a little bit of the end of one week and then the whole next week on outdoors. And, um, you know, I think it was a good idea for sure.
2: You said, Will Hawks, so are you riding with the, the Gas Gas guys?
6: Yeah, yeah. I train with Pierce yeah. Brown and Justin Barsha. And then um, um, I think Mosman, I've trained with Mosman a few times, but I believe he's out in Florida right now.
2: Okay. Yeah. How, how How is that working with those guys? I mean, a guy like Barsha, tons of experience. And then these you know, other guys that have been in, in your class for a couple of years, like that's a lot of different levels of experience where you could absorb a lot of information, not only about the racing side, but uh, Saturday and, and, you know, where you need to be mentally, physically, uh, nutrition wise, I'm sure you're just absorbing all that. You're a super smart dude.
6: No, definitely. It's, uh, it's definitely awesome to see how, um, you know, off the bike training and even on the bike training when we're at the tracks and stuff and learning from, uh, Justin and, you know, how he does things and just, you know, it's like all the little things. Um, it's like, oh, you know, doing this here, doing that there, clicking up an extra gear here, um, and you know, at the practice track, it's you try it out, and if if it works, it works really well, and if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. But um, yeah, it's definitely uh, cool to be able to take in all everything that you know they learn and be able to kind of absorb it and try and relay it back onto the track. Absolutely.
5: Yeah, Josh. So I I I love the um kind of I guess maybe experiment they're trying with the Husky team where they give you the factory support where you know you're not, you know, the, what are your program that you have? I I really like that. I think the sport is screaming for something like that. So, I just kind of the question I wanted to ask was say you go into this season with you're doing the same training that you've been doing the same diet, your same facility or everything in your life is the same, except that you don't have the factor support. How much different does this season look for you?
6: Um, it's, Oh, you know, it's pretty close. Um, my dad, my dad is my mechanic. Um, uh, and then, yeah, we obviously super grateful to get the support from the rockstar Husky team. Um, and, you know that's been going well uh you know for the season nothing's really been too different like as far as i think uh were you saying kind of like from being like the full factory side of things
5: well just like
2: basically like, if you were a full privateer yeah like doing everything else uh, on from, your own
5: yeah like like what like how much benefit has this gotten you basically
6: oh yeah no definitely doing you know comparing last year to this year It's definitely been a lot more help, like, you know, being able to come back home um, and train during the week and then fly back to the race and um, go to work on Saturday. And, uh, you know, just having, you know, multiple people on the team, you know, suspension guys and um, being, you know, having the, you know, the trainer there and being able to watch and um, just, you know, look at things on the track where last year, it was just me and my dad and you know, a couple of buddies and stuff. And a motorhome. Um, yeah, in a motorhome. And it's kinda like, you know, my dad's on the floor, he can't really see anything. There's no one in the stands to watch and say, Well, hey, this person's doing that or, Hey, I saw you did this, try and do this instead and stuff like that. So, um last year was definitely like yeah, way different than this year. And obviously last year it kinda worked out in a way where all the races were you know, there was three races in one week, so
0: Mm -hmm, there
6: wasn't really, yeah, there was, you didn't really have to ride during the week, um, because there really wasn't any time. It was kind of like you race, you know, you have a couple days of rest and you got to go race again. Um, so definitely, you know, if last year, the format was how it is this year with having, you know, weeks in between each round, it would have been a lot tougher because finding places to ride in between rounds and stuff like that definitely would have been a, something that would have been interesting, but, um, yeah, no, this year being able to fly back and forth and, um, having everyone there and having a bunch of eyes everywhere and, um, you know, or even asking RJ, like, Hey, are you, are you doing this in the rhythm or what are you doing? You know, just getting a little, um, you know, input on the track and kind of being able to do that helps that a lot.
2: Yeah. We talked right after Hangtown, right. You and I talked about all the things that was your, there were all the benefits of being, under that tent on the factory side, and you're getting pretty much the same help, right? You got you have the, like you mentioned, all the different people that can help you out, the suspension guy, uh, lit pro, et cetera, et cetera, all those things that benefit you. What about the mental side? Like having Nate Ramsey, I know he was a big proponent for you, big supporter of you, and having guys like that, that, again, that you can go talk to, give you their history, give you their knowledge, and just, again, I, I just love how much you can absorb from these guys and then also just the fact that a guy like Nate has your back clearly he was a proponent of you and positive on you that that has to build that confidence
6: yeah definitely um when i got the text from scuba saying that he was um you know stepping out of the yeah. team manager position and he was going to be going on to something else i was like oh man you know like it was just crazy and then there was um you know, there, I think there was a couple weeks in between that and when there, or there was, you know, quite a little bit, you know, he said he was still going to be with the team until the, um, till we went East, uh, for Supercross. Um, so in that time, you know, when they were looking for a team manager and, uh, when I got the phone call from Nate dog saying that he was going to be found in that spot, I was like, wow, like, no way. It's, you know, it's so cool because, um, you know, I always thought about that with my last couple years with KTM Orange Brigade was, like, man, you know, I've been working with Nate Dogg since the end of 2014. So, like, it's going to be kind of weird, like, not being on KTM Orange Brigade anymore. And, um, you know, I would still have that good relationship with him, obviously. But I wouldn't, I don't know if, you know, I'd still be working with him or, you know, what the future would look right. like. And, uh, yeah, when he told me that he was filling in for Rockstar Husky or filling in the team manager spot at Husky, I was just, like, so pumped. Like, being able to still work with him as pretty much my team manager um you know still it's amazing for sure
2: awesome
5: so kind of going on to the little more the ride how how does that like after this year does results wise or anything does it oh like did they give you like maybe if you do these certain things then we'll give you more of an opportunity next year or does it give you more opportunities maybe with other teams or is there kind of like a light at the end of the tunnel for that? Or is it just kind of an opportunity that you're just going with right now?
6: Um, yeah, it's, uh, just right now, like, you know, opportunity to, you know, just keep, get through Supercross. Um, as, as of now, I don't have anything, uh, you know, I don't have anything in the works or anything, uh, to, you know, anything in the works for outdoors, so that's definitely gonna be something that I need to figure out here in the, cl- you know, closing end of Supercross to see what uh, my plans are for the summers, uh, the this summer for pro motocross, But um, you know, I want to for sure do very good at these last few rounds that we have of Supercross and um, hopefully get something. But yeah, there's right now the the tunnel's closing and then uh, there's gonna be no light.
2: <laughs> yeah, I f- I feel like. I feel like Husky's going to keep you around, man. I just, I, I don't, I don't see them be like, ah, all right, well, we helped you out to Supercross, yeah. which I think, especially with this, you were really successful, successful outdoors last year. Um, I just, I don't, man, I don't, I, you probably, maybe you don't even know, but I, I if you did, you probably could say, I just have a feeling you're going to be on that team for a little while, man. Uh,
6: yeah, man, I, I really hope so. But, yeah. um, I guess we'll have to, you know, find out when the, the time gets closer if, as far as you know, uh, promo across round one, which is going to be here in you know, snap a finger. Yeah, we're, we're already going to be racing outdoors. But um, on the you know week that I practiced outdoors um, on the break, I felt really, really good riding outdoors, like the best I felt. And uh, you know that got me thinking to where I was. My plan um, when I got hurt when I dislocated my wrist in November my plan was to get my wrist fixed right after supercross because i tore a, a ligament in my hand and you know that was my plan but i thought i could maybe you know do well enough in supercross to where i can maybe get a good job for 2023 um but obviously that's not the case right now so uh you know there's a lot of thinking that i need to do and um but you know for, for, what I need to do for the summer, as far as like, do I get my wrist fixed and yeah. go into 2023 with nothing or my thought is like, I, I need to do what I have to do and race outdoors, um, and show, you know, I'm still capable of, you know, being up there and then get my wrist fixed afterwards. And, you know, there's a lot of thinking. I need to it's do such to a difficult
2: decision too, because you just don't know, like, there's not like a right answer where somebody could go. No, do this. That's what you have. That's that's the answer. Like you don't know, right? Yeah. You could get it fixed right now, and then like maybe fuck. Maybe, maybe you'll get like a top three overall outdoors, and you miss that because you got your wrist yeah. fixed. Or you could wait, fix it after outdoors, and then like, everybody be like, well, you know, yeah, we don't have room for you for supercross. It's like, yeah, it's it's God. It's such. I I would hate to be at your spot, dude. I wish I would rather be in a spot where like I was on a team they're like, no, you're going to do this. Mm. Yeah. That sucks, dude. That's, that's yeah. tough, man. But
6: uh, and the, the thing that sucks too, is it's like this year for me was, you know, I, getting all the tools and stuff like that to be successful. And yeah, the, I got thrown a really big curveball at the beginning of this year with getting, you know, injured, but yep. you know, I'm still out there. I'm taping up my wrist every time I ride and just, you know, you know, giving it that extra support, uh, to get me through my riding sessions, which, you know, my wrist feels good. Um, maybe there's, you know, times here and there where it's a little bit sore, but it's nothing that I can't handle. And, um, another thing was, you know, with how I'm doing this year and stuff, like, I feel like I can really do good outdoors. So it's kind of like, I do too. You know, I I don't want to maybe, you know, obviously the smarter thing would be to get it fixed, obviously. Um, but it, it hasn't been bothering me, so I'm kind of like, yeah, I got to do what I got to do to, to get a good job for 2023. Because if I get it fixed and no job, it's like, oh man, I should have just raced outdoors. Exactly. Yep. It afterwards. All right. Here's so, a- like you said, there's there's a very there's a lot of options that <laughs> need to be, you know, check marked and uh, figured out for sure.
2: All right. I'm gonna be your, your manager, and I'm gonna say you're gonna race outdoors. First three races, you're gonna go out. You're gonna podium all three. And then you're good for the rest. They'll, they'll take care of you, man. Yeah. If you don't do well the first three, then just call it and get your wrist fixed. But we got to do at least three races outdoors.
6: Yeah. That's, well, the funny thing was, too, is uh, my dad pretty much said the same thing. He's like, oh, you know, well, smart. how about, you know, we can just do the first three local rounds? Yeah. Because, or, right. And I say local, but, you know, they're only, you know, West Coast rounds pretty much. So yep, yep, yep. you got like Hangtown, Paula, and Thunder Valley. Um, before it heads east and you know that's you know he said we can just do those few rounds and then you know we can just do what we do and if we get something we get something after those rounds and if not then i guess we just get the wrist fixed, you know for the last you know whatever outdoor rounds and then kind of go from there
2: exactly i like it i like your dad's thinking he's a smart dude well it sounds like dark yeah. side
6: you
5: need you need to get him hooked up with our friend of the show the wrist brace guy so that
2: oh uh, uh all sport dynamics yeah yeah yeah, I mean, if you wanted a wrist brace, that's the wrist brace to have, man.
6: Yeah, but. I actually i ran, I ran the all sport dynamic on my left wrist mm-hmm. um, back on like the last, last part of my super mini career, um, and then I ended up you know taking it off and kind of not wanting to rely on the wrist brace if that makes sense. Yeah, um, I don't,
2: Jeff kind of argues that you know Jeff is like, hey, it's the helmet for your wrist, right? Like why you wouldn't ride without a helmet. You probably wouldn't ride without knee braces and you guys at your level, you know, you're, it's sort of like the neck brace thing. I guess it's, it could be an argument either way, but he feels like you, you don't really need the wrist brace until it's too late. Just wear it all the time. And like, I always wear mine, but I don't ride at your level. So I can't really say how much it affects you one way or the other. Um, I trust them. You know, I believe in them. They've saved me after having, Three broken wrists. I start. I, I, I just won't ride without them. But anyway, I'm sorry I, I interrupted you.
6: Oh no, you're good. Um, but yeah, no, definitely, it's a definitely the wrist brace to go. Uh, the wrist brace to go to, and yeah. Um, that like even right now, uh, with my wrist, I, I did have someone that knows him really well get in contact with him to get some or whatever. But I kind of there was it was either like, do you want to run the wrist brace or do you want to run tape? And I kind of went towards the tape as far as like wanting to build my strength back in my wrist instead of like kind of relying on the wrist brace was kind of like my theory on that. And, you know, talking with my doctor, Steve Navarro, I kind of, kind of came to that, you know, side of things. Just like, yeah, I'll just do the tape.
2: All right. Well, Hey man, you got to do what you're most comfortable with. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I I last question I have for you and we got to let you go is do you have a goal for the showdown um at all is, or is that doesn't really matter it's like I just got to do the best I can and like individual goals of your own not, nothing to do with the, the showdown in general.
6: Um yeah, you know, I actually have been thinking about that a okay. lot. Um this, you know, past couple of days is like you know what what do I want to do at the US West Shootout? Well Obviously I want to go out there and get on the podium but um you know i've been seriously thinking about you know what my goals are and definitely uh you know get straight in um you know try and qualify uh you know top 15 fastest yeah um like this last weekend first (laughs) qualifier didn't go well and then second qualifier i was able to really (laughs) put it put it all together and um get in a good lap but you know qualifying 10th i'm like okay i definitely know i can be top 15 um at the you know i want to be top 15 at the east by shootout uh for qualifying um and then you know, as far as the night show or you know the night show goes i for sure want to get it straight out of the heat um i know i'm more than capable of doing that and then uh the main is kind of you know i guess feeling out how the day is going and i mm-hmm. guess my uh my goal wouldn't be set until maybe after qualifying if you where we're gonna be at for the main so um the goal is halfway set for sure.
2: All right. I like it. Well, Josh, man, thanks for having some time for us tonight, man. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. I really I told you I don't know how many times. I love your personality. I love your outlook on things and it's it's always refreshing to get a chance to talk to you.
6: Yeah, thanks for having me on. And uh when I saw your text um out asking if I wanted to be on, I was like, definitely, definitely looking forward to that.
2: Awesome, man. Well yeah, anytime, dude. If you just tell, if you ever you just want to jump on, just give me a text. I'll get you on any But um, <laughs> Yeah, I look forward to seeing you. Uh I won't be at this race. I think the next one I'll be at Salt Lake City, but I'll be watching from the TV, man, and and pulling for you.
6: Awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate it.
2: Yes, sir. Have
5: a good night. We'll talk to you soon, buddy.
2: You too. Talk to you later. All right. Thanks to Josh Varese. Let's take a uh a last commercial break. I was, I was going to say
5: real quick. It's it's kind of funny now like I've now that I've been doing this for almost 2 years now, uh it's you know, you have your guys that you watch and then Yeah. And then now it's like, now now it's like we've talked to so many of these people, and like guys like Josh Friesen, which I think is a cool story. And you know, and now I have all these cool stories. And I watch the race, I'm like, oh, I'll go this guy! And like I'm like <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like eight guys I'm watching to like make yeah. sure that they like do something, you know? And I, like, yeah, I f- I probably
2: have closer to like twenty. I can't even. Like, yeah, oh, you're, man, I can't
5: even like, imagine what you like. You're, it's probably like watching like you're like a dad watching his kids ride. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you got my the guys that I consider my buddies. I got my, my boy Chiz just almost got a podium. Yeah. I I I wanted to talk about this for anybody listening now, like we're recording this out of order because we were supposed we didn't do our intro when we were supposed to because RJ jumped on. So we're gonna do our intro to this show at the end of the show. So if it sounds all weird and doesn't make sense, that's why. But um with Chiz, like with one to go, I was freaking out. I texted his wife Brittany, I was like Oh, my God, this is so awesome. She's like, I'm literally crying right now. (laughs) And then, like, they came back from commercial break, and he didn't get the podium because Pierce had let um, Oldenburg by. Oh. Because they were tied. Oldenburg and Chiz were tied until Pierce let Oldenburg – or until Oldenburg got around Pierce. And I didn't realize – I didn't think about that changing things because I think – I wanted to say Pierce was in front of Chins at one time, too. So I just thought it stayed the same. But whatever happened, it changed it by one point. Yeah. That's so the then, triple like, Crown. Brittany and I are going back and forth, and we're so excited. we were like, I went, oh, shit. Yeah. So it was like, oh, it sucked. But but,
5: but for the, for those of y'all, you know, that you you, you just hear, most people that listen to the show, they just hear, like, us on this show and talking in the interviews. I'm sure they see some of our race day stuff. But for somebody that's actually, like, followed dark side around the pits and seen it a couple of times it's it's not just like a hey can you do this for me kind of thing hey do this interview for me like he he genuinely has a good relationship with almost the whole paddock and like it's it's Maybe really not
2: so much the top level guys but a lot of guys there, there's
5: yeah. so many guys that like that like know him and not just know like oh hey that's that guy. Like, there's actually awesome. it's a genuine, genuine relationship going on. So I'm pretty awesome, It's, it's pretty cool. I, yeah. yeah.
2: Most people like me, other than like TJ, maybe. Yeah.
5: I want wanna say, I want to call TJ an idiot, but he fixed my bike in four minutes. I'm the one that's an idiot.
4: Stop acting like an idiot. You're the idiot. Don't be an idiot. Changed my
5: life. I was the idiot this time. Wait till though. you
2: guys hear the new commercials. I yeah. got. I got. My my, uh, my fly racing one has some good stuff in it. But Whoa, we got some new they're about, commercials they're about to hear
5: them right now? No, they're not. They're not. <laughs> loaded up. Yeah,
2: I'm going to wait for you to do. You got to do the Torque One right? one, and uh, TJ's got to do the blood lubricants. We got to do X brand one. Well, we are creating new commercials that we were supposed to do before 22 started. We're only three months behind schedule, but yeah, we soon. So, all right, let's get to commercial break. We'll be back with Jerry Robin.
1: If you want power, then you need Williams Moto Works.
2: Wait, what What was that? It's the Supercross guy, voice. No, no, it's not. Sounds more like a Hulk Hogan promo. Well, that's good and tough. I like that. Dude, we aren't making a redneck commercial for a professional company like Williams Moto Works. He designs camshafts, builds performance motors with CNC porting. So it needs to be tough and cool. A company who can reprogram ECUs, higher rev limits, and custom maps
1: needs a professional commercial, dude. So, like... If you want complete power package from cams, portings, transmissions to ECUs, then contact WilliamsMotoWorks at 414 467 6199 Or follow them on Instagram at Williams MotoWorks. That's Williams underscore Moto W-E-R-X. Or you can even email them at WilliamsMotoWorks. That's Williams Moto and then W-E-R-X at gmail.com. Okay.
2: That's better. Not good, but better. Fly Racing is back on board with the Moto X-Pod show for 2021. What can we say that you don't already know? In 2020, Fly revolutionized the helmet game with the Formula Helmet. For 2021, they brought us the Formula CC with the same Rion technology and a tri-weave composite shell at a fantastic price point. Fly Racing also released the new light pant with a boa in the front. Visit flyracing.com to see everything fly racing has to offer from the moto, street, BMX, water, and even mountain bike lines. Once you try fly racing, you'll see why riders like the 2020 Motocross National Champion Zach Osborne, as well as Blake Baggett, gold medalist Connor Fields, and even the beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw, trust fly racing. There simply is no better.
1: What's up, guys? This is the 7 Juice Straight out of Intercount. I'm here to tell you about Turbis USA. For decades, Aturibus has been the leader in motorcycle plastic and accessories like full plastic kits, frame guards, chain sliders, hand guards. In 2020, they are the proud sponsors of Red Bull Factory KTM, Factory tile hockey, GLD KTM, and Rocky Mountain KTM, as well as many top privateers such much stuff. All you got to do is go to aurbiusa.com or call 1800-659-1440 and y'all better tell them sent
2: We're back from our commercial break and our next guest of the night is the RaceTech Privateer Spotlight. RaceTech is the world's largest aftermarket suspension modification company. All RaceTech products include award-winning gold valves and settings are 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. Racetech Tech also offers state of the art precision engine services and parts to all engine builders. So visit racetech.com for more info and use promo code MOTOXPOD to save. Our guest tonight, our Race Tech Privateer Spotlight, also uses Race Tech. He can use our code, Scott, if he wants to, but I bet he doesn't need probably it. Probably got a better one than He's that. Probably got a better <laughs> one. But tonight, our Race Tech Privateer Spotlight is Jerry Robin. What's going on, man? Uh, not much, man. Just
0: uh, trying to kind of get back in the swing of things with my shoulder and stuff. Yeah. Kinda- a lot longer than i expected it but uh it's not too bad
2: yeah you've been out since a3 man um shoulder injury but still good to you know get a chance to talk to you i, I it's not much of a spotlight race tech spotlight with you being out but we're, we're spotlighting yeah. you as a rider so um yeah. does it how bad does it suck not being at these races
0: dude honestly so i was trying to like still show up and like kind of Cause I have some like contract obligations with like SKDA and, yeah, I was say, I, and stuff I, like that.
2: I want to touch on those graphics kits, but yeah, yeah, go ahead.
0: Uh, so that's like, I mean, I've been still trying to go like each week and like, you know, show it off and stuff like that. But dude, it was like being on a 450 on the East coast. It was like, honestly, kind of scary. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, just Ryan with a bum shoulder like that. I. I don't know. Eventually, I'm going to get surgery on it. I yeah. just uh, – yeah. I talked to Ryman. He's like the orthopedic guy at Alpine Star, and it's I – I mean, he doesn't know what's best really to do, but it's – I mean, my shoulder like pretty messed up. So yeah, <laughs> kind of a bummer. but we'll see what happens.
2: We were just talking to Varese, and he was talking about getting his wrist fixed. And for guys like you, like it's – I mean – like, you, you're not under a... You don't have a contract where you're getting paid no matter what. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, a lot of stuff's... Pro- probably a lot of stuff's coming out of your own pocket. You're trying to figure out how yeah. to survive. And, yeah, like, missing much. races <laughs> is not beneficial for you financially in any way whatsoever.
0: Yeah, I mean, you only get paid if you show up and race, you know? So, I mean, it's tough to rely on, like, Feld or MX Sports and stuff like that. Or, <clears throat> or like, you get paid per week on some of my, like, sponsor deals and stuff like that. So uh it's been tough dude honestly <laughs> but, yeah uh i mean it's it's also like when i was showing up at like indy in detroit i was like it's honestly like it's more it's honestly mentally more draining because like i know what i can do and it's just like i'm out there like riding around you know it sucks so yeah I don't know it's kind of a catch-22 on what to do and stuff like
6: that so
2: yeah, like I said, I mean, it happened at A3, so it's, yeah. you know, and I say you were out. Like, I mean, you weren't really in contention a whole lot because of this, you know, and just – yeah, but being there for your sponsors, I think that's really admirable that you're doing that. And some of these kits, man, that SKDA has been doing are, yeah. like, you know, we have our own uh, graphic sponsors, but we, but that's cool. But what you guys have been doing, like you had the Seattle Seahawks one and the, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals one. Those mm-hmm. are pretty bitching, dude. I mean, like I wish – like them to go to San Francisco and you do a 49er one, and I'd have to, uh, no, right. I'd have to snag a shroud from you. that case, at that point.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. This year, like honestly, the craziest rounds were probably uh, San Diego and Phoenix. Like I don't. I mean, I know Padres. The San Diego Padres is kind of the dude. Only, that was like, a sick. I forgot theme. about that
2: one. That was sick. yeah, dude. Like, yeah,
0: which like at first when I saw it, like on my email, I was like, oh, like I don't know, but like the brown and like the sand, Ooh, I like looking it. color. But dude, in person, I was like, "Wow, this is like it's still probably my favorite one for the year." I yeah. don't know, just because it's different. But that one was really cool, and like at the race, dude, the fans were like, like that was the craziest one. I bet, like, yeah, because Padre fans engagement. are
2: gnarly. And then I yeah. think, if I'm not mistaken, your canvas gear was Padre themed too, right? Yeah, yeah, it was
0: a full like baseball dude. looking yeah. So, so yeah, <laughs> that one was really cool.
2: Kellen Brower from Racer X is a big time Padres fan. I think he was tripping out over that.
0: Yeah, I got him a jersey like right after. Oh, that's cool. I texted him to come over and get one. So nice, pretty
5: cool. So, so yeah. I know that some of that has mostly the team kind of came up with the idea, but like where where did that where did that whole idea to do that kind of start, and like where did you come out into the process of it, and what you know what what do you think of the whole process of doing that?
0: Uh, so it all kind of started with John Cuzo, actually um so he's like managing like the u.s side of things for skda and then sam uh he got the idea from uh when kuzo talked to him because i wear canvas and i can just you know pretty much make whatever so then he came up with this idea and like what he wanted to do so uh they got me they bought me a 450 uh paid me a little bit and also paid starling uh, a good chunk to like haul my 450 around for the east coast round. So Uh, it was cool to like help another privateer too Uh, starting and he's crushed it this year. So yeah uh, It's been cool to see justin like make progress because uh, I mean He's been at it for a long time and it's cool to see him do well and it was Fun to like be with him each week and it's kind of a bummer to miss the last couple rounds um Because I mean obviously I want to be out there racing but um so and then like when michael leave the owner of canvas and sam got together they all just like kind of collabed on it and i honestly didn't really have much say except for like the daytona round with like do for dale i thought that was cool right yeah um, as like a tribute thing so i mean it's kind of just been all like sam and michael leave like doing it all themselves so it's been pretty fun though
2: I dig it, man. Yeah, I you know I yeah. we're supported by Fly, and I've been personally supported by Fly for years. But seeing this one-off <laughs> stuff, it makes you a little bit jealous sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, I I like custom. Like, I wish it was right? that
0: easy. Yeah, I know, right? That's what, uh, dude. I've had a lot of like just local like pre-weekend warrior guys like come kind of like, say <laughs> that. And then, I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know the process of like getting on the Canvas website and just like fully customizing it because I've never had to do it. Um, but. I, don't know. I mean, have you, have you looked on the website to do it at all
2: or no? I haven't, no, because, I mean, I, I, I can't really. I mean, I, I actually uh, yeah, like, I, I have a yeah, contract, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Fly, Fly has done so much for me. Like, there's not a chance. Yeah. For, for somebody, yeah, Jerry, I'm not, I'm not at the level of, like, a Mathis or a Weege in the media. Like, I, to not. me, I'm nobody. I've only been doing this for a few years. So when somebody like Fly or X-Brand helps me out, I am yeah, you 100% loyal.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean I
2: mean But I, I yeah. love seeing what these other companies are doing. You know, yeah. I think it's so cool <laughs> for guys like yourself and that they're able to do that. You know, I love promoting yeah. them.
5: I'll check it yeah, out if I don't pay me man. nothing. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's been fun though, just to like
0: have one off stuff and yeah. know, keep it unique. And that's just been cool. A lot of like the fans, that's been the best part is just seeing the fan reaction each week. So
2: it's been fun. So Jerry, I don't know a lot about you. I don't. We haven't talked that many times. Like, what is your history with racing? Like, how'd you get into it, and like, why race? Why? I mean, okay. is it, tell me about it.
0: <laughs> so uh, it's kind of a long story, I guess. But so my dad and his brother Mark, uh, my uncle, they raced growing up and stuff like that. And then <clears throat> my dad, he was pretty legit, dude. Like he he grew up racing Donnie Schmidt.
6: Oh, cool. And
0: um, my dad was really good. Like would beat. Donnie on local weekends and stuff but he was just more into you know girls and trucks and stuff like that so he he just went that route and worked and he quit racing i think when he was like 21 or 22 and then um my uncle kept racing and he eventually converted to like hair scrambles and stuff in minnesota and then he got like stage three cancer like in his esophagus um so he had like three or four months left to live that's terrible yeah and he basically like he's like oh like if you guys want to spend time with me you guys you're gonna have to get your kids bikes that's what he told (laughs) my dad and uh, (laughs) okay so that's how it all started and uh because originally my dad was like super against it like didn't want his kids racing just because he he knows how it is i don't know like the injuries the industry stuff like that yeah and um so yeah, then I got on the bike and then my dad was mad because <laughs> w- I've always kind of just had like the natural ability, like, a, like, I mean, obviously at this level you have to like train and try pretty hard and stuff like that. But when I was on fifties and 65s, it was always just, you show up at a race and you go and win it and da-da-da. you know, like, yeah. it was never, it was always just, I had it from the beginning and stuff like that. So, um, yeah. That was pretty cool, Um, but eventually, yeah, my uncle passed away from cancer and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, that's how it all started.
2: Yeah, not to make a joke out of your uncle in any way, but like Scotty, that's not a bad way to be like, like, like if you're say you get married, right, and you want your kids to ride, your wife's against it, be like. No, but my my so and so is about to die, and this is the only way we can spend time <laughs> right. together. Like, it's not right. a terrible
5: idea. Yeah. I yeah. guess you are getting a new p Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and it,
0: it's kind of crazy to think like if that never happened, yeah. like I would have never done this, probably. right? Like most most likely in my life, which is kind of crazy, just because my dad was not about it anymore from his years of racing. But yeah, I don't know. It's just you know everything works the way it does for a reason. So,
2: do you feel? <laughs> Like looking back on the, your, your career so far, do you feel it's been worth it? It's been successful for what you wanted out of it?
0: Uh, honestly, no. Okay. Like I've had a lot of fun and I've learned a lot about myself and like just, you know, the industry or just, you know, even like business stuff, like Mm -hmm. dealing with contracts. And so a lot of good has came out of it. The only really negative is the injuries, which I feel like most guys would say that. Um, I don't know. Like, even the injury stuff isn't that bad. But now that I'm, like, I just turned 25 and then at 83 when I did my shoulder, it's just, like, now, like, you get mid-20s and you do start thinking, like, oh, man, what's it going to be like in 10, 15 years or 20? You know, it's, like, so now those thoughts, like, in the last year or so. Have started creeping up, which I think has hurt me. So, oh. I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. It's hard to kind of shut your brain off. and
5: Yeah. It happens at just 25, it. man. It's start, it's just
2: start,
5: bro, I'm, I'm
0: you know, 40. A lot of dudes can just shut their brain off and pin it, but I don't know. It's been, I don't know. Some people can't. Yeah, I'm 46
5: <laughs> or so. Did he I never know older. how old he is? I it's so I funny. Never, <laughs> I think to actually,
0: yeah. I've, I've lost track because I
2: sort of quit counting at 40, yeah. but it hurts, dude. Yeah. The body hurts oh, yeah. all the time. It like yeah. it really I started noticing at 40. And then yeah,
0: that's what my dad said. Yeah, for. like
2: forty-five ish. I'm like, oh, why did I hurt all the time? And like I, I okay. Even crossing the the parking lot to get into Walmart, right? Like I was there was a car at the crosswalk and I was like, all right, I'm gonna run across real quick so they don't have to wait long. And I tried yeah. to run and my body just didn't run. Like, <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah, your <laughs> knees started you, like, Yeah, just nothing moved. I just yeah. kept walking, but I was like, "Run, dumbass, run!" Yeah. yeah, you can't. It just
5: you're like just shuffled.
2: Yeah, basically, <laughs> it sucks, dude. So yeah, anyway, I mean,
0: my left knee is pretty bad, so like, yeah, I, I, I can't run anymore, like for training or anything like that. So and that's even at twenty five, which sucks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just gets worse, bro.
6: Yeah,
2: but are you probably like I though never took care of myself like diet wise. I eat shit. That's a big yeah. part of it Like my fiance is always like well, you probably have tons of inflammation because all you do is eat cookies yeah. and ice cream uh-huh. and steak
5: Yeah, but that's what tastes good. Yeah, exactly like yeah.
2: That. that's my balance, you know, yeah. quality of life would be you know, I'd, I'd be better if I felt better but it'd be worse if I didn't get yeah. to eat what I want.
5: So, yeah. If, if I die younger, at least I ate yeah, tons exactly. of burgers and steaks and had ice cream. All, yeah, yeah, right. you know where I'm at. Anyway, yeah. go ahead,
2: Scotty. Yeah, have fun too, I though. think so. Yeah.
5: Uh so, okay. So, I I don't I don't really follow the fantasy stuff too much. I do a little bit. I dabble here and there. I was going to get here, but go ahead. I well, no. mine's kind of yeah, I'm sure it's just going to be way different than mine. But uh so from my outside perspective, it's it's kind of different than anybody else because I'm not really involved into it. But I hear your name a lot, and I just I just kind of wanted to know if you had any good like DM stories or like a fan or just like one just one of them. I'm sure he's had I mean, plenty, but like, I haven't like, heard them, so I'd like to hear maybe one good yeah. one.
0: Dude, I'm not gonna lie; like people are pretty like gnarly. Yeah, yeah. savage. Like I could <laughs> I could not imagine like a football player or basketball like DM like those guys. Because I mean, our sport's pretty small compared to even theirs. But
5: like a guy dude, that had some that had like five thousand dollars on a game that like you missed a layup yeah. or something like yeah.
0: Yeah, dude. Like I mean, I've had people you know tell me to you know walk off a cliff or yeah, you know? should like, die. Yeah, hard. Like, yeah. It's like it's pretty bad, but I mean, I, don't, I mean, there's a reason why people are sitting on the couch watching and not doing it too. You know, I mean, the stuff's not easy, but. <laughs> Um, I don't know. This year's been pretty rough, just because, uh, like I qualify well, and I so I got COVID like right. It was like Thursday before A one, and it attacked my lungs, and I I do have asthma, so dude, it like messed me up mm-hmm. pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And I didn't start feeling good until like around like Sandy or right, and I'm to Phoenix area, and then I got hurt. <clears throat> at eight three. So then like, then I don't know why people still pick me in fantasy when I'm like, I literally just go like when I was hurt for the East rounds, I would literally just go out for a lap and qualify top 40 and people would still pick me in fantasy and like complain about it. I'm like, dude, like I've said it like 20 times on my shoulders, like absolutely fucked up. Yeah. So like, I don't don't
5: pay attention to that.
2: They're idiots. yeah. Yeah, Dude, I've picked you too. I've picked you, man, because like you'll qualify pretty well. And you'll have like a sixteen handicap, which which basically th- that moves you up sixteen places in fantasy. So you're like, yeah. oh, dude, all he's got to do really is quality. Like as long as he makes yeah, the night big show,
0: for yeah,
2: the big, main, big. I mean, as long as he makes the main, yeah. we're good. And then yeah. something will happen, and you'll like finish fifth in the LCQ. And like, God damn it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I know, trust me,
0: I know. I know. Yeah. I get that too. Like, I mean, like getting a fifth in the LCQ, I'd be pissed too if I played <laughs> fantasy. So I get it. Yeah. I
2: don't take but. it so far where I'm mad at the riders. Like, I'm mad at, I'm just mad because it sucks. But like, <laughs> I actually, <laughs> like, three weeks ago gave up. I still play, but I don't care. Yeah. I just don't care. Yeah. I'm like, all right, I'm yeah. going to take everybody with 16s and see oh, what yeah. happens. Him and,
5: him, and, him and our other guy that's part of the show, the producer of the TJ. show, TJ, they were having a bickering argument in our, in our group takes the other day about that. It was the yeah, same. it was
2: yeah. hilarious. It's, it's a lot of fun for us as fans oh, yeah. of the sport, but I get why riders like yourself probably like this i hate it i don't want to hear about it
5: yeah yeah <laughs> up in the press yeah. box i've been to two races this oh, year yeah. up in the press box that's all those dudes oh, steve and weege oh, and yeah. dark side yeah. and all of them. <laughs> that's all they're freaking talking oh, everybody. about. everybody yeah, it's yeah,
0: ridiculous it's i mean yeah. it, it's cool like because obviously it brings people to get more involved which is obviously i mean it's what sport needs so it's cool Wait. but it just sucks to be like having a bad day and like here you know someone's like yeah yeah you should quit right yeah. but here, here's the thing jerry here's the thing jerry. I you, man. if I you think if you go
2: back say five ten years let's just say five years ago i guess fantasy's been around that long let's say seven yeah. years ago right before fantasy okay. really became a thing a lot of people might not know who jerry robin is or who you know uh hardy munoz is because yeah the TV doesn't really give you a lot of coverage, right? But once yeah. you start playing fantasy and you go, I got to pick these guys to get good scores, yeah. then you're like, oh, you're watching the ticker. Where's Jerry Robinette? Where's Jerry Robinette? Right. Oh, oh, you know, so it, I think it does bring some attention to you guys that might not come otherwise. Even yeah. if it's, It might well, be I bad mean, attention, but it's still attention. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean, it's kind of like even bad press is still good. Press exactly. Whatever that saying is, you know, it's, I mean, even like, let's say 2019, One. I ran fourth for like 15 minutes. Yes. And yes. Dude, like I didn't even get like in single second to TV time. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that was like, that was probably like my peak, like, like best ride that I had going in the last couple of years. And like 2019 for whatever reason, like was just a good season for me. And, um, but yeah, it's, you know, like you said in fantasy, like without it, you know, even in thousand fourth people still wouldn't really even know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I so think it's kind of crazy how it works, but it's cool. Like I like the concept. It just, like I said, it sucks to be on the bad end. Sure, of, it. It of course. Bad day.
2: <laughs> well, I have to give a lot of credit to to Mathis, and I just actually did a uh, private. They just posted a privateer profile on Racer X that I did on him about his contribution to privateers, and I think his mm-hmm. version of fantasy. And his privateer island stuff has done like just insane wonders for the privateer as far as yeah. getting more notoriety, which then can bring in more sponsors. Right, your social media numbers yeah. go up, your your mentions go up, more people want to get involved.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, Steve's crushed it, dude. Like he's he's even helped me with quite a few things and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I don't know. I mean. I'm trying to get in for the privateer race. I'm about to say, as he approached you about that? You yeah. About it. yeah. Well, I texted him a couple of times about being a wild card, just because like I haven't had a chance really to do an LCQ because I've been riding around with basically one arm. Yeah. <laughs> since yeah. the 450 stuff started, so um, I mean, I took some time off and I rode outdoors the last like uh, like twice in the last four days or something like that, and I feel pretty good. Um, Supercross is a little different, obviously, but. Um, planning to race Denver and Salt Lake to finish out the year. So let's Glad say he, for
5: fifty grand, you can yeah, grease up the old shoulder right. and give her a chance.
1: Hopefully,
5: hopefully Steve
2: lets you in. He hasn't decided who all is going to be in yet. I mean, obviously some of the four fifty yeah, yeah. guys, points wise, are locked in, but he has. He said he was going to have five wild cards, but he told me the day it might be more than five, uh, depending oh, okay. on things work out. So yeah, I know John Short's in. I know that's one of the wild cards, but um, okay. So, um, yeah, just text him again, man. Wear him out. He'll.
5: <laughs> make him as, as much it's as saying, he's man. mentioned you he yeah. he should have you he, in. he
2: just texted me so yeah, I, know I know he's on his phone right now because i'm supposed to record something yeah, yeah. With Pookie later and she's sick so um hey, in
0: 2020 i was the most scoring 250 fantasy player
2: oh yeah that's right i You're remember right.
0: that yeah yeah maybe i should be in yeah.
2: <laughs> tell yeah, him that yeah, <laughs> yeah you have you have credentials man yeah man just yeah. send him a couple more texts he'll he'll get you in yeah. well Jerry, dude, we're going to wrap this thing up, man. It's been really great talking to you for a little bit. Um, look forward to seeing you back in Denver, man, and uh, maybe I'll pick you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. good. Well,
0: I appreciate it. Guys. All right, Thank buddy. You. Great have talking to one. you.
2: You too, man. See ya. Yep.
5: Bye. All
2: right. Thanks to Jerry Robin for coming on. I think that might have been the first time he was on the show.
5: Um, at least since I've been here, yes. Yeah. I, don't I know. It's been, on. If, he, if he's
2: been on, it was a long time ago. Um, so that was, no, cool, it was cool i like his vibe yeah i do too i i don't know that like i haven't really talked to him face to face very much and that's on me i need to find spend more time when i go to races because he's he's a cool kid yeah I'd, cool i had dude. seen
5: those so i always you tell you tell me who's gonna be on the show and yeah, i yeah. always you know do a little background a little background and, and I, I was on his instagram and i had seen it was similar to what uh rj wageman had in phoenix because we were there in Glendale, and. I saw he, they kind of had, like, a Phoenix-themed graphics. And then I was looking at Wage his. Wageman or his? Oh his yeah. Wait, no, Wageman. Yeah, yeah, did. yeah. And so then I, I don't know if they're – aren't they kind of on the same team? Is that not – wait, wait,
2: Robbie or RJ?
5: Robbie's robbie. our Team solitaire robbie that's a different team yeah okay I don't for think some reason I, aunt, for some reason in my head i tried to jerry's put on together. gas gas okay I, I think he's like for some reason his team. I, okay like for some reason I, I tried to put those together in my head but then i yeah. then i i'd seen like one off of those those graphics kids and then i saw i was like oh he did one for almost every round like, yeah arlington and stuff and i was like yep. well dude that was really cool so it is cool yeah that, that was cool to see and uh, yeah definitely definitely chill dude
2: yeah uh i liked him so Again, we're a little out of order here, so I want to thank our titles, our sponsors at Charities USA, Race Tech, Fly Racing, X-Man Goggles, Works Connection. Don't forget to use those promo codes. Uh, Race is promo code MOTO x to save, get your old chains, revalve, whatever you guys need. Use that promo code. It does worlds of wonders for us. We now have a promo code for Works Connection. So if you want the Pro Launch Start device, you want an Elite Clutch Perch, you need some radiator braces or even one of those bitchin' ass customized uh, master cylinder covers, you can use promo code xpod 20 at Works Connection now. This is the first time I think I've really announced that. I think I maybe made a social media post. But, guys, go buy something from Works Connection, man. I'm sure you need something. A, a hour meter, man. Get an hour meter from Works Connection. Use the promo code MOTOXPOD20. We want these sponsors to come back on board for 2023 I know we're still quite a ways off from that but this is what does it for us mentions social media tags from you guys and using the promo codes that lets them know that you're supporting this show so yeah moto Xpod 20 at works connection torque one racing r jerky use promo code moto 21 damn it i forgot to do the r jerky beef of the week maybe we'll do that Maybe we already did that in the intro of the show. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe we'll do... Yeah, maybe we already Soon did that. Soon to come Jeez. already
5: happened. Yes.
2: <laughs> anyway, R Jerky, promo code MotoXPod20 at eatrjerky.com. Got some more uh, jerky coming. I'm going to send some to... I don't remember the guy's name that came up with the R Jerky beef of the week. I'm trying to see if I have it right here. Uh Oh, it was a, a social media at D underscore brand kato 320 man i hope i have that right anyway so use these use these codes berm lords graphics and jersey id you want new graphics for your bike you want your jerseys lettered and you know all your all your sponsors on there making looking bitching whether it's one sponsor or 700 i don't think it's 700 on scotty but yeah
5: they did on your front, on my fender. front fender but yeah. i don't know if you can do it on jersey no
2: oh. but but graphics at bermlords.com, those guys will hook you up and of course, shock socks. Williams moto works extreme colors helmet painting blood lubricant oils moto x is the promo code to say get you some oil for your bike get you some, the, some cleaners i, I can there's like penetrating lube there's all kinds of stuff but the new barracuda line is out
5: that blood i can legitimately like i know you can't really feel the difference in oil but i can damn near feel the difference when I've since i've been running hell yeah this you stuff. can
2: you can feel it I the like bike it.
5: runs better. It runs cooler. I don't feel the cooler, bike overheating. Up to thirty five degrees yeah, cooler. Yeah, I've, I've I can be putting around like in the infield, waiting until like, yeah. you know do another whatever. It's, it's awesome. It's, yeah, the, the bike's, Blood
2: yes, That's a big one for us too. Moto X to save. Powerband Racing. If you guys have WP suspension and you're on the East Coast, you can hit those guys up. And True Fusion Sports, T R U Fusion Sports.com. That's our boy Derek Kelly's company. Check them out for some healing products uh patreon.com new commercials coming i'm looking at my notes here stuff we were supposed to talk about and
5: well stuff that we already that we already did talk, talk about. about
2: yeah we have the name the head contest which we talked we we talked about in the intro <laughs> so uh yeah you guys we're gonna we're gonna pick that actually next week when we go live on youtube we're gonna let our youtube listeners pick from the names uh so if you listen to the intro you probably heard all the names that are available we're gonna pick next week uh, the winner, that's going to get something from a Cherby's. It's actually a, a Cherby's casual wear. I think fully said two t-shirts and a hat. So that's going to be cool. Nice. So if you guys don't normally watch live on YouTube, jump on next week. Maybe you can win some Cherby stuff. Uh, yeah, that's it. We're out.